Holy smoke. I go out of town for a few days, and when I get back, I find out that Thanos has destroyed everything, all my characters. That's the last time I ever take a discount vacation. Well, unfortunately, it means a lot of new work for me. Don't worry, before you know it, I'll have our friends up and at them, and if I were Thanos, I'd start getting out of town. Excelsior. This is Eli. Yep, and we're back with the episode. And guess what, Eli? We have hit a milestone. Oh yeah. Yeah, this is the fiftieth episode. No shit. Yeah, yeah, we've been hanging in that long, even though this I is was te- not even aware of that. Yeah, yeah. it just popped up out of. I just, I wasn't even aware of it either. I just looked at the numbers. I like last episode was forty nine, so like fifty. But you know what? Since it's a comic book episode and it's a comic book podcast, we we really don't count fifty. Fifty is nothing. Fifty two <laughs> is what matters. Yeah, there you go. Exactly. That's the milestone because 52 is 52 weeks in a year for those that are not keeping score. That will make it a complete year, even though 50 is a good milestone. We've been hanging in there for it and we're bringing different type of topics and things like that. So, uh, Eli, so this weekend I was kind of torn. I thought I was going to have, you know, my attention span brought two different ways, but everything fixed itself out. Oh, yeah? Yeah, because uh, there were two things going on this weekend. One was E3, you know, electronic, uh, something, something, electronic, something, expo, whatever, and the NBA finals. So I was thinking my time was going to be divided between both because I didn't know, oh, man, do I choose between video games or choose between sports? Actually, I would have chose sports. (laughs) But like I said, it worked itself out because uh, the Cleveland Cavaliers actually got swept in the playoffs. So that whole, yeah, yeah, so the NBA series uh, season ended Friday. Oh, okay. Yeah, so I didn't have to worry about, you know, conflicting between the stuff. Otherwise, I would have been doing a, a, a yeah. NBA final hockey, sports in the podcast. Hockey, hockey ended a Thursday? Uh, what so, was their score? I mean, was, like the uh, series. It was uh, Washington, the Capitals beat Vegas. And okay. people were kind of like following Vegas, you know, because it was their first year. And, uh, um, you know, plus with the with the tragedy in Vegas, so it's, it's been kind of like they're you know people had their eye on the Vegas team, but um, but Washington is like their first Stanley Cup, and they've been in it since for the forties or whatever. So they finally got their got their win, and um, I was hoping yeah there was a, a I was hoping they were gonna riot in D.C. and like burn down the White House and shit, but they didn't. <laughs> <laughs> they know where to riot in D.C. They know where to go yeah. and where not to go. <laughs> Yeah. Uh. So yeah. So that's pretty cool. Other than that, yeah, nothing else happened. Like I said, we got a chance to talk about E3, and we'll talk about it later on. Well, at least I will. Like I said, we're gonna turn this <laughs> to a video game section. We haven't talked about it in a while. But until then, Eli, I guess we can head right to the box office numbers. Uh, sure. Yeah, because these numbers pretty much played out how you expect them to play out. 
Uh, oh, Eli, give it to me. What what you think number one was? I heard, surprisingly, Ocean's 8 got the number one spot. Ocean 8's got the number one spot. It hit uh, 41 million. So it's actually pretty convincing opening spot. Let's see where it finished off, like, worldwide with like this. So did about uh, 41 million for the weekend, which is respectable for Ocean. Like I said, this isn't a $300 million budget or anything like that. So it'll make us money back. It'll be fine. Um, Eli, did you get a chance to see it or did you even care to see it? No, I haven't seen it. I might. I mean, I haven't really seen. I only seen the first one, Ocean's Eleven, way back. Guy, was it in the nineties? How long ago was that? Was it? I don't know. It, I guess <laughs> I, that's all. I've only seen the first one. I think I saw the first one, and I may have seen the second, but I can't remember if I've seen it or not. Third one, I yeah. was like, nah, I'm, I'm, I'm I've, I've had enough. <laughs> you know. Yeah. So uh, I didn't see the Frank Sinatra ones back in the sixties or whenever. So you know, I'm like, whatever. Um. So here's what I want to ask you about that before we move on to like the rest of the list. So this is, like I said, an all-female reboot or remake or whatever you want to call it of Ocean Eleven. So where do you think this succeeded where Ghostbusters failed? Probably because it's a smaller movie and it doesn't have a huge following. Like Ghostbusters is like, you know, we, we all remember Ghostbusters from, you know, that was such a huge hit and a big part of our childhood. And... um yeah, so we have all these expectations going in there, and when they changed everything up, people are like, "What the fuck?" You know. <laughs> Whereas this, I mean, you know, the only people who care about this are old folks. <laughs> yeah, pretty much this old folks, and yeah. and I guess uh, women that because I know a bunch of women actually went to see the old Ocean's movie because they thought it was like eye candy and shit like that. So it already kind of appealed to a kind of a female demographic anyway. Yeah. So you just put yeah. females in it. It's kind of like, okay, we're, we're cool with that. You know, because women like to see who, who was all in the movie. George Clooney and Brad, Brad Pitt, Pitt and that other guy. I don't, I, I can't remember. Anyway, whoever, in the first one? yeah, whoever makes the panties wet, that was in that movie. Yeah. So, <laughs> so it makes sense to make Ocean Ace that. Andy Garcia, wasn't he the bad guy? Yeah. Yeah, in one of them. I can't remember. Either all of them or one of them, something like that. Yeah, he was a he was a thing too. I guess he was like sexiest men something or whatever. I don't know. I I didn't read that list. Oh, um, but what I was gonna say. Okay, do you think like the goat? Because like I said, everybody keeps saying now Ghostbusters was one of the biggest flops we've ever seen. Like it was like easily the biggest flop of 2016. So do you think sexism had a part in why that movie flopped? Because like I said, we're gonna get to that topic later on. We wanted to see what what you think about that one. I think I, yeah, there's that that toxic. Uh fragile male egos out there that are oh you know and I, yeah i think that that was part of it you know and I plus I, it, I, mean, I i i didn't think the movie was that good i mean i didn't see bingo. it i didn't think it bingo <laughs> that's what it was the movie fucking yeah. sucked the trailer fucking sucked i don't think the sexism thing hurt ghostbusters as much as the marketing material made us think it did now yeah. yes we know there are a bunch of man babies online that are toxic community that were harassing the women, nothing like that. But, but to say that Ghostbusters flopped because of sexism, that would mean that all of us are sexist. That mean because I didn't see the movie, that means I hate women. No, that's not the case. So Paul Feig or whoever was in charge of the movie, you can stop blaming sexism on why your movie fucking sucked. Your movie sucked because your movie <laughs> sucked. That's why. Yeah. The trailer scared everybody away. None of that shit was funny. The effects looked bad. It was nothing interesting a bit, and bless it, it was, and it was just a re. I, I finally saw, I saw the movie because I signed up for a movie service, and they gave me the movie away free. 
So yeah. I watched this shit and I was like, oh, that's why I didn't see this shit. Okay. <laughs> and plus, I do have to admit, now I hate to be like this, but the movie made every single man in that movie seem like a complete jackass, like a complete dumbass. And I think it went out of their way to make a man seem like a dumbass, like Crims, uh, Chris Hemsworth or stuff like that. He was the oh, yeah. dumbest dude I've ever seen in a movie. Yeah, like he's it, a dumb blonde. He was a dumb, he was like pad, he was like dumb blonde past eleven. It made me wonder, like, how does he function in life? You know, thinking like this, and like, and the the main bad guy. Not spoil the movie because who gives a fuck? Nobody saw this shit anyway. Uh, the main bad guy of the movie was actually like an internet troll, like a thirty oh. plus year old internet troll that stayed at home with his mom that was you know attacking the Ghostbusters from behind us and like that. So he was so the main people attacking the movie was the bad guy of the movie. And now that I think about it, the only shit that made me laugh was probably Chris Hemsworth. When I no, he was he was actually funny in the movie. Yeah. <laughs> he really he really was, you know. <laughs> so that's when I saw Chris Hemsworth, and that's why I wasn't too mad about the Thor thing because I saw I remember in Ghostbusters, I was like, okay, he's taking Thor to a comedic level. But honestly, he was the funniest thing in Ghostbusters, so I'm like, he can take it there. It's it's okay because he has yeah. the comedic shops to do that. You know, yeah. so I had no problem with that. So, yeah, but that's different between Ocean 8 and Ghostbusters. That's the reason why one succeeded and one didn't. One didn't scare people away because it didn't look like it was complete trash, you know, and one did look like complete trash. So that's the difference on that. Uh, Plus, I'm sure the budget, you know, for Ghostbusters was through the roof. And this is just a bunch of chicks talking. Exactly. So <laughs> that's that's pretty much all it was. So, you know, Ocean 8 will make its money back. Um, what else we have? Number two, I just go down the list myself. Number two is Solo, a Star Wars story. Didn't have that big of a drop off. It was like a forty eight percent drop off. So it was like, yeah, okay. Uh, number three, I, this might, yeah, this might be the last week you could see it in theaters. I bet <laughs> <laughs> they get this shit the fuck out of here. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, like it's probably not going to be. Yeah, if you want to see Solo in the theater again, Star Wars fans, better get your asses out there. Or if you want to see it, just a shit on and complain about it, hey, that's your last chance, too. Yeah. You know, you want to see Lando yeah. fuck a robot? There you go. So. <laughs> uh, what else we have? Number three, we have Deadpool 2 still hanging in there. Uh, number four is Hereditary, which is, I'm surprising it's down that low. I actually thought Hereditary was going to be number, like, two. Hmm. I figured it'd be in the top five, at least. But, uh, but, but yeah. But yeah, yeah, I I I haven't seen it, but uh, I hear it's supposed it's supposedly the scariest movie ever. Again. Uh, that, that's what I heard. Also, it's supposed to be the scariest movie of all time, and you know it's probably not. But, but I I really have no interest in seeing it because I'm not a ghost story kind of. I'm not into supernatural horror. I'm not into spirits and seances and possessions and all that shit. I'm not just not. It's not me. You know, I find them boring. Uh, <laughs> so you into the, the slasher it. shit and that's it. Yeah, I'm into monsters and gore, and yeah, I'm into more physical horror. And my sister saw Hereditary and she was raving about it, and I just said, "Am I gonna like it?" And she said, "No." <laughs> oh, well, there you go. <laughs> so <laughs> this is not a horror movie for horror fans. Okay, that's a great way to sell your movie. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, going past that, we also have number five, Avengers: Infinity War. Uh, let's check in. Number five, huh? Yeah, number oh. five. It kind of dropped down. But if you think about it, what's, today is like the first week in June. It's going to be on like a home release by the end of July. So it's, yeah, it's I'm there. Gonna say, I'm surprised it's still in the top five. 
Yeah, it's still hanging in there with all these. What I mean, it's not. It's not like a strong box office right now. Nothing's going on, you know. Yeah. Oh, uh, although honestly, I thought it was gonna be a little bit higher than top five. I, th- I thought it would beat, you know, Hereditary or something like that. But hey, whatever. Uh, right now, box office wide is at one million nine hundred ninety-eight thousand. So it's like still hadn't cracked cracked two billion yet, but it's it's right on. It's it's getting there. It'll be there. Uh, then just going down the list, we have Six Adrift. That's that young adult uh, castaway movie. Seven Book Club, the old uh, the old people movie. Uh, number eight, Hotel Artemis. I'm kind of disappointed in that one, Eli. I thought that was going to do better. Yeah, that's uh, it was marketed all. I mean, I I saw it all marketed all over the internet, and uh, yeah, I don't know. Maybe people thought it looked too much like John Wick or something, because that's what I thought. <laughs> yeah, but isn't that kind of like okay, it looked like John Wick? I'll go see it. You know, you you think people would do that, but John Wick, but, but without John Wick, I don't know. I, or, or did Atomic Blonde fuck that all up for that? Yeah, because Atomic know. Blonde kind of may always like John Wick, but it's with the chick. You're like, nah, I didn't expect yeah. that. So I oh, wait. I didn't see a time blonde. Was it was it good? I haven't seen it yet. Oh, okay. Well, <laughs> well, there you see it. There's your answer. Okay. But I'm sure it's just like John Wick with a chick. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, we have number eight. We have hold. Oh, well, like I say, hold on, Armin. Number nine, upgrade, which is still hanging in there. It didn't have a huge budget. Oh, I want to see. That's what I want. I'm here. Upgrade is a really good movie. I'm pretty. I'm pretty sure yeah. Upgrade is going to be one of those cult classics. If it ever comes on Netflix, it's going to be one of those movies that everybody. You remember when we used when we were younger, and a movie where nobody saw, but when it hit HBO, it took off and everybody knew about it. Yeah, that's how Netflix is now. Like if a movie hit Netflix, everybody knows about it. You know. Yeah. Is HBO still a thing? I never hear anybody talk about. I mean, I know Game of Thrones and stuff like that, but like when movies hit HBO, is that a, a thing where you know, oh, we hit HBO? I finally see it now. I can talk about it. You know. I guess. I mean, I hear like yeah. I mean, BBS was on HBO. And, oh yeah, nobody you know, they, watched they, that shit. They, man. Get, they get they get the big movies. Uh, you know. Yeah. Well, I mean, <laughs> Warner Brothers owns HBO, so and it's funny they they show BBS like three times a day on, on, on HBO. Yeah. <laughs> like, please watch this movie, please. <laughs> oh shit and number 10 life of the party so yeah all that's good and fine and dandy but like i said this week did we do a box office bullshit or blather skype this week i don't remember if we did or not did we did we like do summer wasn't it more about summer predictions or some shit i honestly i don't remember i i, I was barely paying attention <laughs> when ryan was asking <laughs> sorry ryan <laughs> <laughs> We'll do better next week. We got a competition next week because next week I think uh, Incredibles coming out. No, Eli, I'm yeah. not doing Incredibles thing. I probably won't see this shit to be honest with you, unless somebody drags yeah, you screaming. I probably won't either. I mean, yeah, I, I mean, I, I, yeah. I mean, my kid might see it. I mean, no, I think he doesn't. Even I, don't, get I just shit. can't imagine you, you know, thirty plus, thirty five plus, getting excited over Incredibles. I'm like, okay, it's it's still a cartoon yeah. at the end of the day, you know. Well, it's funny because like I, I bought it for my daughter because she's like really into action and she likes a lot of activity on screen. And I thought, oh, she'd love this. But then every time I get her to try to watch it, I remember it's, it takes so long to get going. You know what I mean? Yeah. That The first one, it's like, it's like, damn, so she doesn't give a shit, you know? Because, you know, it's got the so, family drama going on and talking and stuff yeah. like that. So, And to be honest with you, the commercials, even though the commercials look cool, it looked like just a remake of the other one. Pretty much, yeah. I mean, it looked like instead of like the, the dad going to work, the mom's going to work. Yeah. So it's like, <laughs> I guess. 
it'll it'll be popular it'll make a billion dollars disney will make all this money so they won't miss my dollars it's whatever yeah. so it's whatever um that being said can we can we move on to the to the other part of the podcast now is this the part uh, i kind of i feel like we, yeah I guess, I guess we have to address this because everybody else has been talking about this situation so we'll talk about it so let's talk about kelly marie tran uh mm-hmm. yes kelly marie tran if you don't know she was rose tico in everybody's favorite movie <laughs> the last jedi and she was everybody's favorite character <laughs> <laughs> so but apparently she's been she has been getting harassed so much on instagram that she just said fuck it and just deleted her account all together delete all the pictures deleted everything and the only thing left is on is one model saying uh scared but still trying i may be butchering it but whatever something to the effect of scared but still going on or something like that so Eli, like i said i know y'all got a chance to talk about it on geek sav just want to get a quick opinion from you about this you know Oh yeah, I mean, I think it's bullshit. I, 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 does that? It's, it sucks being a Star Wars fan these days. I mean, these assholes make you ashamed of being a Star Wars fan. Um, you know, I mean, it seems like the only people who, the only people who hate Star Wars, you know, it's like the fans. They're the ones who hate Star Wars. It's like the, their own <laughs> fans are their biggest haters. Right. You know. <laughs> Nobody hates Star Wars more than Star Wars fans. They they even right? canceled that. You know they have this like this yearly celebration. They canceled it for this year. Yeah, that's that. Yeah, <laughs> and it's like, you know, I mean, I, I, like I said, I, I we went into great lengths on Geek Sabs about this, but pretty much, you know, if you don't like the movie, fine, but you don't have to attack someone personally for it. Like she's just doing her fucking job, you know. Right. <laughs> You know, and, and, and you know, and I, f- I feel really bad for her because, like, she basically got to live all our favorite, all, all, all uh, the, the Star Wars fan dream of all, being in a Star Wars. Right. <laughs> you know what I mean? And now it's been just, you know, ruined by all these assholes. And it's like, you know, I, and I, what, and that's another thing I, I think that sucks is like, you know, they bitch about the character, but to me, she basically represented the star wars fan i mean they say oh her character had no point to the movie there was no significant plot point to her being in the movie no she represented us she represented you know the the fandom of somebody lowly on the ladder who basically got got a chance to be you know to do something in in in, you know being this movie and do something you know and it, go, it coincides with the theme of The Last Jedi of you don't have to be royalty to make a difference, you know? Right. That's why <laughs> Ro- that that's why Ray wasn't anybody special. Her parents were yeah. like, she was just a nobody, but she and, just had the force. And, yeah. And and Rose was just the mecha- was just this mechanic mm-hmm. who who had a chance to do something and you know make a difference, and she took it, and that coincides with Star Wars. If you go back to A New Hope, I mean, it's right there. The movie starts out, you're watching two robots for like the first half hour. Mm-hmm. These lowly citizens, this slave labor force, you know, being drawn into this great conflict. You're seeing this big, these big giant events through someone of a lower class, through the eyes of a lower cit- class citizens. And that's what the droids were. So there's always been that thread through all these movies where 
you, you know, people of, from a lower class, you know, marginal background get a chance to make a difference. And that coincides with Luke being a farm boy. All of a sudden, he's a Jedi. You know what I mean? So that carries through through all these movies so to hear all these assholes oh there's no she, her character sucks oh it, she, there was no significance i was like yes there was you know you just didn't get to see jedi jesus luke that's all you're pissing about you know right <laughs> you uh, yeah, like i said i mean I'm, I'm just sick of the fanboys that are taking i mean it's just not the first time they've done this i mean this is actually like a pattern now what they're yeah. doing with 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 and here's the thing, like a lot of times I hear people saying that sometimes they overblow this stuff or the media is making this stuff up. They're not making this stuff up. I personally have seen this stuff way before this. I remember when, uh, like, for instance, every time uh, Kelly Marie Tran is on like a YouTube video or doing any stuff like that, they have to disable the comments every yeah. single time because they go they go off the rails and saying they don't want that traffic. And we actually did a podcast about this, about. Uh, one of the episodes ago where Star Wars had wished her happy birthday on Twitter. Yeah. And the racist assholes attacked her like every single comment. It was disgusting the stuff I was seeing yeah. on there. I'm like, how can, how can you do this to another person? I don't understand this, you know. Yeah, over a movie you don't like. Right. You know, you didn't like the movie. It's okay to not like some shit, but you don't have to attack her and call her all these racial slurs and right. you know threaten her life and all this shit. It's right, because like, you, you told me on, on her Wikipedia page some asshole changed her name what Ching Chong something? Something, yeah. They changed it's like what the fuck? Like man? Well, it doesn't it doesn't take all this, man. And and that's the and that's the 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 toxic level that we're saying yeah. that these fanboys are doing. Now people saying, oh the internet's always been like this. Fandom is always like this. Fandom has not always been like this. Yes, it is every fan base has assholes. I give you that. This shit is going to a whole nother level. I've never yeah. I've never seen this before, Eli. That's just me. Yeah. I mean yeah, I can't like I was saying, I, I can't even I'm getting sick of talking about Star Wars. Like I can't like, like, I remember I had a theory about about Luke on on uh, from the Last Jedi, and I remember posting it, and it just turned into this huge bitch fest. Mm -hmm. It's like I, you know, all these that movie sucked. Luke is such a bitch. I can't stand worst Star Wars movie. I, was like, I didn't ask you if you liked the movie. If you don't like it, fuck off. Don't comment. I asked about this theory. You know, <laughs> I now you see how about I feel about movie. DCEU posting. Yeah. Anytime I try to do anything about DCEU. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah, and it's like it's they suck the fun out of it. It sucks and shit, you know. And and it's the thing is like, and I see a bunch of fan, I'm not fanboys, but I see a bunch of people saying that well, since the internet's always asked, it's nothing you can do about these assholes. Oh, you can. It's her fault for being on the internet. All she needs to do is either deal with it or delete her account. I'm like you fucking asshole. First off, you're not famous. You don't get people yeah. attacking you online, notification all the day, and you j just for you doing your job, just for them making yeah. you do your job. You can't put, you're not in her situation. You can't say what you would do in her situation. And for you to say, ignore her and, I mean, ignore them and there's nothing you can do about it, there is something we can do about it. Now, look, Twitter and Facebook and, and all the Instagram stuff like that, they need to do a better job of stopping these assholes for one thing. And no, it's yeah. not censorship. I'm tired of you fucking assholes not knowing what censorship is. This is not going against the First Amendment. Twitter, Facebook, social media, all these places are owned by a private company. They can choose what they want to put in, what they don't want to put on there. This yeah. freedom of speech is if you get arrested. That's all that is. Yeah. That's the same reason freedom of speech, and this is the same reason you go to like a store 
and the person serving your food or waiting on you doesn't tell you to fuck off. Yeah. Because, yeah, they have the freedom of speech to do that, but they will lose their fucking job. Yeah. So much. that's the difference between that one. So you can't. So they need to do a better job of monitoring this stuff because there's way too many assholes, way too much harassment going on in the internet right now. So since they can't do their job, you know what can be done, Eli? Yeah. We can do something about it. We can call yeah. out these assholes. You yeah. know, if we see bullying and we say, hey, you need to stop doing it. Hey, you need to do that. That's all you can do is just say stop. I'm not saying go on a crusade and make it your personal mission to stop every online bully. I'm just saying if you see some shit, stop it. It is nothing to just yeah. say, hey, stop doing it. And somebody else will, you know, make sure or or get them the fuck out of there also, because that's all it takes. And I, I get these people online saying, well, you can't stop anything. You you can't stop it just by by telling people what to do. I'm, here's my thing, Eli. You got all these people that know every single quote from every single comic book, everything, because that's all we know is people that read comic books, right? They can quote <laughs> yeah. everything from all the way back to 1952, 1942, oh, and X-Men 132, they did blah, 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 blah. They do all this stuff, but they can't take away the main message these fucking comic books are trying to tell you. If you have the power yeah. to do something, do something about it. That's all that, that that's what they've been telling you in every single one of these fucking books since we've been fucking five years old. So how can you say yeah. that there's nothing you can do about it? Yes, you can do something about it. Just do it. That's yeah. all you can do. It's, I, I I don't I don't get it, Eli. I don't get it. Yeah. We we know a, we know the like, smartest, dumbest motherfuckers in the world. That's that's Yeah, there was a um I guess a group called something like the down with Disney's treatment of Star the Star Wars franchise or whatever the fuck it was called mm-hmm. that was basically laying claim to the re- that there were the reasons why Kelly Marie Tran left uh left Instagram and they and they and they were proud of their efforts to uh to you know bring Star Wars make Star Wars great again or whatever the fuck you know like they're they're the real rebel alliance and they're you know they're not taking this anymore from from you know and you know it, it, it was basically a, a a a group on Facebook of a bunch of pissy whiny fanboys whining about the movie you know? <laughs> and um, I you know and I guess people like it got it got it went viral like people and people started reporting the page i mean i i don't i mean shit i don't think yeah i can't even get their page to load now so maybe maybe they their page got taken down so, yeah maybe the page so it looks got like taken it's down working. or something so yeah, yeah. And, and we've seen and, and like i said we've seen actually i've seen a bunch of pages like that before that's just the most recent one but i've always seen pages about yeah we're gonna like when when uh john boyega was a stormtrooper i saw pages jumping yeah. up pop this saying they were gonna boycott you know uh, Daisy Ridley had to, you know, take down her Instagram page because she got, you know, yeah. harassed online. Uh, Jake yeah. Lloyd, the little boy that played Anakin in the prequel, they we ruined oh, his yeah. life. You know, yeah. he wants nothing to do with Star Wars. Uh, George Lucas sold this shit because of you assholes. Why <laughs> yeah. do you think he's not doing this shit anymore? He's like, fuck you. <laughs> Let somebody else have this headache, which is called Star Wars, you know. Uh, so yeah, Hayden Christensen quit acting. You know, he didn't want anything to do with this shit because we harassed him too. Yeah, he's playing soccer now or some shit. <laughs> yeah, some shit. He just like fuck this. I want nothing to do with Star Wars. So you have these assholes that have been harassed. Alden Ulrich, that he didn't. He's not even on social media because he didn't want to be bothered with this bullshit. Yeah, 
you know. So, but like I said, all this shit, and it, and, it, and it's fucked up all the stuff they're doing, but the stuff they're doing to Killer Room Chan, that's like taking it a step too far. Like, they're really, because the other people, you could attack them for what they did. George Lucas, okay, he made certain choices you don't like, you attacking for that. You're attacking Killer Room Chan for who she is. Because the way she was born, you attack him for that. You're going after her race. You're going after her sex. Uh, all these death threats, all these rape threats. And you're going after her, and that's that's just crossing the line, you know. Yeah. And, and Eli, you see pictures of her on the internet. I'm like, it's like the sweetest thing in the world, man. You know. Yeah. Uh, hey, here's yeah, the thing. I, here's my thing. Okay, y'all, y'all like to go for like Kira Knightley and Natalie Portman stuff like that. You know, like the slim chick. Like, nah, that's what I go for. Kimberly <laughs> Chan, the way she said, that's what I go for right there. <laughs> so so give me that you know y'all can have the the the, the supermodels and and victoria secret model give me a chick built like killer Chan and i'm good you know but like i said these yeah. assholes are, are always just taking shit way too far just attacking people and they're attacking because they think they can get away with it you know yeah yeah pretty much like they do like they're making a difference and like i mean i mean anthony said it on geek sad like this goes against everything what star wars was all about Right, you know, like Star Wars, <laughs> comic books, they all tell you the same things, you know, like yeah. don't use your authority or power or anything like like gang yeah. up on other people. You know, that's Basically, that's all what the bad guys do in these movies. Yeah. Exactly. Don't be a dick. <laughs> I don't, I don't understand it. It's Yeah. And so, yeah, we we can move past this. I'm I'm tired of talking about Star Wars in general. <laughs> <laughs> this shit is draining, man. Uh Yeah, it is. It's totally exhausting. <laughs> Yeah, and last thing I'm gonna talk about. Today, I mean, like I said, we we talk about this shit all the time, Eli. But at the same time, we have to admit the movie franchise. And I'm gonna say some controversial. I'm gonna say a hot take. Franchise wise, these movies hadn't even been that good. None of what? them. I mean, like yeah, I said, that's... like the, the 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 last good ones that everybody appreciated were in the 80s, 40 years ago. Like yeah. I I give you I give you a New Hope or Star Wars, whatever you want to call it, the first one, and invented the the Hollywood blockbuster. Okay. Yeah. You can't take that away. That, uh, George Lucas and Steven Spielberg created Hollywood blockbuster. Every movie to this day that is probably like even the Marvel movies, you can see the Star Wars DNA in those movies. Like Infinity War, you can see the threads like, okay, this is what it evolved yeah. to now. Empire Strike Backs, I think it's one of the top five greatest movies of all time. Period. Not sci-fi. Yeah. All uh, you Gone with the Wind, Godfather, Sister Kane, it's up there. Yeah. In, in my book, and, and it, I've seen other. Yeah, and it elevated the mythology, is what it did. It elevated know? the mythology. We didn't, it we elevated. Didn't expect it to, yeah, it know? made movies more. But it's, it, it made people think, okay, sci-fi, you can take this shit seriously now. Yeah. So it made it made yeah. people completely change their idea of what a sci-fi movie can be. Yeah. So you it was basically the MCU of the '80s. It legitimized nerds. <laughs> yeah, that's what I'm saying. You can see the DNA yeah. of the MCU in Star Wars. Without Star Wars, there would be no MCU. Yeah, you can see that, <laughs> but, but after that, that's when it went, and this shit went off the rails. Yeah, Return of the Jedi is an acquired chase. I mean, I was eight years old when the shit came out. Right, I loved it. I didn't give a shit about Ewoks. I mean, I was eight years old. I had a so, something about Ewok. it, Eli. I had Ewok. I had Ewok soap. I didn't give a shit. I was only <laughs> eight years old. That's the though. problem. But I could, yeah. I, I, if had I been a few years older. I, maybe I would have like those things that sucks. You know? Yeah, and Eli, <laughs> but, that's yeah. the problem right there. All the soap, all the toys, all the cars. George Lucas back in the day, he cut a deal that he the way the deal was cut, he made more money off the toys than he made on the actual movies. Mm -hmm. And by the time the third movie came around, Return of the Jedi, you could see that was his focus. 
Yeah. He was more interested in making toys and making merchandise on the back end than the actual movie. That's why you got a bunch of killer, killer teddy bears running around like this. Where the fuck this shit come from? You know, and that's why the whole movie is just a rehash of the first movie. Yeah. Oh, we got a movie of the Death Star with the same fucking weak point. Like, what the fuck yeah. is this? It's just basically the greatest hits. Yeah. And, it was the third, and, and given we didn't know we were going to have anymore. We, that was it. That was it. We were done. Star Wars was done for fucking pretty, almost 20 years. Now, no. <laughs> now, here's my thing, Eli. Now, ever since then, like I said, two, two great movies. I think some of the greatest movies of all time, those two. Third one, kind of off the rails. And I think ever since then, all we've been doing as Star Wars fans has just been chasing it high again. Pretty much. Can it be a good again? It can. Yeah. It may never can be again. That was lightning yeah. in a bottle. We may can never yeah, get that I feeling mean, again. The closest yeah. that we probably have gotten to that is only be uh, Force Awakens. But it's only yeah. because that movie pushed our nostalgic buttons. Yeah. Because I mean, we uh, knew. We knew. Yeah. That's going to be the last time we see all three of those guys on the screen again. Yeah, I mean, I, I mean, I'm, I'm a, I'm a, I'm such a big fan that I, yeah, I can never get enough of seeing, you know, the the music and that logo pop up on the screen and walking out of the theater, hearing that Star Wars fanfare music. Oh, I mean, I'll never get tired. I mean, that's that's just fun. I mean, I, I enjoy that. And yeah, it, I've gotten chances with the prequels to 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 see that again, and with these new movies to see that again. Even Solo ends with the fanfare, and I'm like, oh yeah, I mean, that I that just Warms my heart. I'll never get tired of that. But yeah, are the movies that good? Not really. Yeah. You know? <laughs> now, see, here's the thing. The reason the reason Star Wars is still alive, even though the movies haven't been that good, is not because of the movies. Now, I, I remember you saying, Eli, that the movies, like Star Wars is an inherently a movie franchise. And it is. That's yeah. how it started off. But the reason it's still alive is not because of the movies. It's because of everything else. It's because yeah. of the comics. It's because of the video games. because of the cartoons. It's because of the toys. Some people appreciate yeah. the toys more than that. It's because of the EU novels. It, you know, yeah. all of these things is what people have gotten into as far as Star Wars. And and I'm pretty sure that everybody that's into Star Wars is more into the other shit than the actual movies that are coming out right now. Yeah, because in those movies, yes, Luke is, you know, all-powerful, you know. <laughs> I mean, I remember this video game. I can't remember that. It was some Jedi video game I was playing. And Luke Skywalker popped out of fucking nowhere. Killed everybody on the fucking screen and told everybody, oh, yeah. like, and then told me, like, okay, good job, dude. You're doing pretty good. I'm finna go help out the rebels. Bye. And then just fucking flew off. Like, oh, I remember, I remember, yeah, I remember like reading that. the comics between Empire and Jedi and like, <laughs> and seeing Luke just be an ultimate badass. You know, like, like that's the coolest <laughs> shit I ever seen. Yeah. You know? yeah. He looked like, yeah, he fucking looked like fucking Starsky and Hutch and like, <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> you know, with his bullet and his just flipping all over with his lightsaber and making right. out with fucking alien blue alien chicks and shit, right? Like, and shit. Oh, like <laughs> the like, like the Clone Wars, like the, okay, the the prequel movies, right? The prequel movies sucked ass, right? The best yeah. thing that came out of that was the Clone Wars cartoon. That is, and yeah, I, they and made yeah, and the, that show made the prequels cool. <laughs> yeah, because I remember watching like Mace Windu and Yoda like snatching Star Destroyers out the sky, like what the fuck, you know? Yeah. I want to see that shit. Pretty much, yeah. So, I don't know, but that's what's been keeping the franchise long, and and I guess people have the and like the Star Wars Battlefront game, they're doing all kind of shit with this game, even though EA has been screwing the pooch on this shit. They they they're gonna put the Clone Wars in the game. 
Like it's gonna be like free yeah. DLC or some shit, so you can pretty much relive this shit how you want to. So that's what's keeping the franchise going. But the movies aren't living up to what I guess people expectations are, stuff like that. They're not doing what people saw in the EU, not doing what people saw in the video game, not doing what they imagined the toys and. I don't know, and, and you like that's why you keep saying like Star Wars wasn't built like the MCU to like crank out movie after movie after movie and sustain yeah. itself. That's yeah. because the movies aren't that good. If Solo yeah. was a you know like an epic ass movie, it would have made its money. If the Last Jedi hit its number like it's supposed to, Solo would have made its money. But the thing is, since they keep cranking out mediocre shit, that's why you gotta keep spacing this shit out so you can build the hype in between. Solo came out six and months. Shit, I mean, and the MCU, most of the MCU movies, MCU movies aren't that great. That's true. That's true. And you can say we don't have yeah. the same expectations. You're right. Like, yeah. Mm. No, but 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 what they've got going on is they built this sort of serial serialized storyline where each movie serves as a next chapter. Where you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Where, you know, yeah. Where they they basically made serialized TV out of movies. You know, we watch them like they're TV shows. Mm-hmm. And each phase is like a season, you know, season one, yeah, season two, whatever, yeah. you know. Yeah. And, they, and they, that that that's never been done before. And they've succeeded. You know, Star Wars were events. You know, we didn't we didn't think we were going to get this shit again. We keep thinking we're not going to get this shit again. And now we're saying now we're going to get it forever now. And, you know, I think that's it's the fans that are ruining they're the fans expectations that are ruining. They're not taking it for what it is. And they're, you know, they're expecting it to be, yeah, they're chasing that dragon still. They're chasing the high of what it used to be. And, you know, that the point of The Last Jedi was to let all that shit go. Right, which <laughs> ended up pissing them off even more. Yeah. You know? <laughs> yeah. And then here you have Solo. It's all about the past and nostalgia, and no one's going to see that, That's it. what I understand. Like, people were pissed off. You got all, you having your SJW agenda. You're trying to kill off all the white men. And they give you a movie with a white man. You don't go see it. <laughs> so, yeah. good job, assholes. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so, it ain't, no, it ain't, it ain't Disney. It ain't Kathleen Kennedy. It wasn't George Lucas. It's y'all. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. You blaming whoever you want to. Star Wars fans are ruining Star Wars. Exactly. Uh, that being said, let's move on to another technically Disney property, I guess. Uh, and I know you didn't chance to see this, Eli, but did, I'm actually anyway. Did you get a chance to see Cloak and Dagger? I did not know. <laughs> I was really hoping you'd see it, man, because I uh, even though I'll be honest with you, Eli, you would hate this fucking show. <laughs> Okay. Well, that's yeah, why I that wanted you to see it. I, just so I, could, I totally want to watch it That's now. why I wanted you to see it so I could be like, yes, you see this. Like, I want to see you just rage in the phone. It's like, like, fuck Cloak and Dagger, you know. But you didn't take the bait. Yeah. That's the problem. Yeah. Because <laughs> like I said, this is some, it's not even really a TV show. Like they sort of kind of have powers that pop up every now and then. But it's just really just a teen angst TV show. That's all it is. Take Smallville and crank that shit up to twenty. That's yeah, I is. was, yeah, I was tempted. I yeah, I thought about it, but then I'm like, I, yeah, I don't give a shit. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I did that with Ar- the Archie show, or what's it called? Riverdale. Uh, Riverdale. Yeah, I watched the first episode of Riverdale because I remember. Oh yeah. Archie comics, they they like Sabrina the Teenage Witch and their zombies and like the Predator and the Punisher showed up on the on those comics and then I I was watching the pilot episode and I'm uh, thinking, man, the Predator's never gonna be on this fucking show. <laughs> exactly. Why do I why do I give a shit? <laughs> so yeah, I only watched the first episode and yeah, I was like, yeah, no, not for me. 
Yeah, I, I haven't gotten to Riverdale either. But yeah, uh, this one kind of like Cloak and Dagger kind of reminds me of some Riverdale. Like you could stick these guys in Riverdale and it just be the same shit, you know. Pretty much. <laughs> yeah. And, and I will say this, that it kind of flipped the tables on it. I was thinking of kind of opposite. Like you, you expected like Cloak, you know, the black dude to be from, you know, from the hood or some stuff like that. And the white girl to be all up and stuff like that. It's actually the exact opposite, you know. <laughs> The, was it going to be like Save the Last Dance or some shit? Yeah, I was thinking it was going to be like that. But actually, Cloak is from like the, the nuclear middle class, you know, income family. And the white girl is from the broken home. I'm like, okay, I didn't see that coming. So I thought that was pretty interesting. Like, so first, they're trying to be clever. Yeah, they're trying to be clever. It was, it was a like, little twist. You know, like they met. Basically, they met because she robbed him. You know. Oh, what the fuck? Yeah. <laughs> so I thought that was pretty clever too. So it, it it plays with your your expectations a little bit, you know. But yeah, it's it's angsty. You know, he's trying to be on the basketball team, and she's trying to get her mother's love like that. And it's like I said, it's it's everything you expect it to be. And then I kind of expected to be that way because it's on Freeform, and Freeform is for not me. <laughs> like nothing on no, that network like, is not. Wasn't for me. that like uh what was like ABC Family used to be called? It, it was like, like ABC like the, Family, but then yeah, they re- like the Seven Hundred Club would come on at ten o'clock and yeah. Like- <laughs> well, we'll see. They they've uh, they've tweaked it now, so they don't have the same demographic. So it's not like ABC Family, where it's another Jennifer Love Hewitt movie, Christmas movie popping up stuff like that. Now they're trying to be a little edgier, where they got like the teen romance and TV shows like that. And look. I'm too old for that shit. I, I don't give a fuck about teen angst or all this shit. I, I realize everything on that fucking network is too 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 young for me, you know. And that's the thing about Cloak and Dagger. Now I'm gonna give my opinion on Cloak and Dagger as a show. It is not Inhumans. It is not Iron Fist. It is not like a dog shit show. You like why the fuck does this shit exist? It's not that. But I will admit I am not the target demographic for this. I can be like, this show is not for me and just move on. However, I do feel like if if whoever is into this shit, like if, if you love Riverdale, you love this shit. You know, this is yeah. made for you. But yeah, I'm too old for this shit. I'm, I can't watch teen dramas. You know, I can't, to a point, you can sprinkle that shit in, but it's like that shit with superhero shit sprinkled in. And and that's the thing. You got, remember how we just talked about like branding, like Marvel and, and Star Wars shit like that? You got some assholes that if you slap Marvel on anything, they'll watch this shit. You know, I've even heard some people comment stuff like that. Ooh, Cloak and Dagger, I wonder which one Thanos is going to kill. Like, they're not going to mention Thanos <laughs> on this shit. <laughs> this shit is not connected, man. No one cares about this shit. This shit is like it in its own separate universe. It's going to do whatever the fuck it's want to do. The, no, they didn't mention Thanos at all. The Avengers at all. It shows, man, it, this show could just exist on its own in a whole complete universe that would make no fucking difference now that being said like i said the show is whatever let me ask you this eli have you ever given a fuck about cloak and dagger like period no not really they they never no. had and that's the thing about cloak and dagger like people saying they were some like big thing they were never a big thing no. they but were the some movie with uh little elliot from et where he was with jack flack and the spy and shit i remember that movie <laughs> Yeah, but that's what actually Cloak and Dagger means, like some spy shit. This is just, yeah. like, it just confused the fuck out of me with the uh, young, like, Cloak and Dagger. Isn't that, like, are they spies? Like, no. Yeah, in fact, yeah, when I picked up a Cloak and Dagger comic, I was like, this ain't got, got Jack Flack in it. Right. Yeah. I mean, I would have liked it better if they were some spies or some shit, you know. Yeah, where's that, where's that be Coleman in this shit? I don't see it. <laughs> shit was confusing yeah. as fuck, man. <laughs> like, 
Oh, she has a dagger. He has a cloak. Oh, no, I won't spy shit. That's what I want. You know what? <laughs> Even though Cloak and Dagger was like a bullshit series, and then, like I said, they would throw away Spider-Man villains at first. Then they eventually became like heroes because they thought they could make them a book. They didn't sell. Then they decided to make them mutants, you know, the time to the X-Men. Then when the whole X-Men shit got tied up with Fox, they're like, oh, no, no, they're not mutants. They're not mutants. Bring them back, you know. So they just always keep trying to make them a thing, but no one ever gave a fuck about Cloak and Dagger. Yeah. Actually, that's, that's, that's I do remember for them from New Mutants. Like, yeah, yeah, because they, they tried to make it. They tried to make them mutants for a while. They're like, oh, they really got their powers from the mutant gene, you know? Yeah, they, like there was. I remember there was a storyline back in the day where they had to. I don't know. Yeah, not, not, no, I don't remember. I just, <laughs> I really don't remember it. Now that I think about it, like they so, were in there. yeah, they were in there somewhere. So yeah, they got they had to get help from the new mutants, and yeah, they did some shit, and you know. Yeah, the, the funny thing is, is, like the the concept of Cloak and Dagger, it was actually done better with the Runaways. The Runaways just successful version of Cloak and Dagger. That's all it is. Okay, yeah, I haven't watched that yet either. So. I I never watched it either. The comic book is awesome. You know, I didn't honestly, I didn't watch the TV show because I didn't want because I read the comic. I didn't want it to conflict with what I know from the comic. And most of the okay. shit, most of the TV shows don't live up to what I read in the comics anyway. So I don't even bother. You know. Especially if it's the same shit that happens. Like, what's the point? You know. So I'm cool with what I read. Cloak and Dagger actually shows up in the uh, Runaways comics too, and they make a reference to how they're kind of the same. Cloak and Dagger. We know what you guys are going through. We've done it before. Like, yeah. And the Runaways like, hey, get the fuck out of here, you sick of Ray Hasbins. You know, no one gives a fuck about you. <laughs> so yeah, Cloak and Dagger. Go see it if you like that type of shit. Uh, what's next? Oh, now we can talk about the shit that I want to talk about. Eli, can we talk about some video games? Yes, please. All right, let's talk about some video game. Like I said, this weekend is the E3 conference. We are neck deep in it right now. It is not finished. I think the, so far we have gotten the E3 press conference. We got the Microsoft press conference. We got the Bethesda press conference. Sony, I think, won't be till Monday or Tuesday or something like that. I think that's what everybody's waiting on right now. Um, like I said, Eli, all they've been doing is just dropping games and references and stuff like that. That's why I was saying about the, the Battlefield front dlc with you know they're gonna have the hans the han solo han solo is gonna be some of the dlc in battlefield front 2 also but not the old han solo new han solo you can play as like the don glover lando in this one you know they're gonna have that stuff in there and the clone wars so they're trying to incorporate all that stuff into the new star wars battlefront uh what else remember we were talking about what's the name of that game fortnite yeah okay you know how they you never played fortnite before have you no okay it's it's whatever um, they got this mode called Battle Royale. I've never played the Battle Royale mode of it, but apparently it has pretty much uh turned the video game industry on its nose because every single shooter that is coming out right now has a Battle Royale mode in it. Battlefield coming out has a Battle Royale mode. Uh, they announced a new Halo game, so they have a Battle Royale mode. Isn't that just like free-for-all or something? I don't know. I mean, if it is, I'm like, if it's just free-for-all, like, why is everybody going crazy over that, you know? Yeah. All I all I know is that the bat the the battle royale mode in Fortnite is free, which is one reason why it's taken off. So I understand why these other games are charging you for battle royale. That kind of defeats the purpose of it if it's if you're paying mm -hmm. for it, you know. Um, other games I saw only game that like really 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 excited me so far that I've seen Eli is Devil May Cry Five. I gotta have that game. Gotta oh, have yeah, it. Yeah, I haven't played. I yeah, I used to love those games on the PS2. Yeah, you know. Yeah, the, yeah, Dante. Yeah, that, that those are cool. Yeah, I haven't played one in a while, but 
Yeah. <laughs> yeah, so I'm just that's the only thing I was saying. Like other games are cool, like Gears cool, Halo cool. I don't go there. Demon Cry, that made me sit up in my seat, like, oh yes, give me another one, give me another one, you know. Yeah. Um, like I said, what's up? Bethesda, like that one, I I never played a Bethesda game that I haven't gone to sleep on in 30 minutes. I don't understand why people like those shit, like that Fallout and Oblivion and whatever the fucks. I don't I I can't Looking at this shit is boring as fuck. I don't know. Y'all, y'all like this shit. Y'all have at it. Uh, yeah, like I said, we'll come to you next week when E three is finished. We'll talk about that because we damn sure ain't talk about no Incredibles. You know. Uh, that means I said, saw the. Yeah. I did see the Gears of War trailer. Well, they actually I mean, got I, they got I, they got two Gears of War games coming out. Okay. Yeah. So one Gears of War game is a strategy game, like you know one oh, of those well, RTSs. Oh okay. come on! You don't you don't like those games? You don't like like Command and Conquer and those type of games? No, I, I ain't got time for that shit. Oh man, they're fun. Here's the thing. Okay, I'm gonna tell you a story about one of those strategy games. I play a game called XCOM. XCOM, I think the name of it is. Okay. And I was playing and I was playing a strategy game and I was building up my character and stuff like that. And I was putting status points in him and and changing his outfit and stuff like that. And gave him a name and all stuff like that. And then I think I got like to the fifth level of the game, stuff like that, and my character died. You know, so I'm thinking, like, okay, he did. When we go back to the base after the mission's over with, I just revive him, so I can bring him back. Like, but Eli, he was dead, like dead, dead. Oh, no shit. Yeah, like all my points I put into him, his name, his clothes, his stats, all that shit was gone. That shit like devastated me, man. Did you mourn? I did. I quit playing the game. <laughs> I like this shit is too emotional for me, man. I can't play this shit anymore. <laughs> I can't lose another one. <laughs> so I just that that made me just quit playing those strategy games all together because I lost my guy, <laughs> you know. Uh, so yeah, but that well, and, I, I used to play Gears. I was really especially the second one. Uh, yeah, the I second really one was fun as hell, man. Playing a uh, horde mode, I yeah, I just sit there and play horde mode. Yeah. So that's the thing. They they have a Gears Five coming out. They do have a Gears Five. I didn't beat the last game. I did play the last one. But I didn't beat it, but I I wasn't into it because. For like half the game, you're shooting robots. Robots. You know? well, what about the, like, the the monsters you were shooting? Other. Yeah, they don't. No, you're sh they, like it's in the future where the the locusts or whatever they they got like these robot drones like policing humanity and you you're like so for like the first half of the game you're like shooting all these robots. Well, can you still chainsaw like, them in half and stuff? Uh, I can't remember. No, because you don't get those guns until until you meet up you meet up with the what's his face. What's Marcus the point? Phoenix. So yeah, what's the you point? Finally, you like... up, yeah, you have like halfway through the game, you meet up with Marcus Phoenix, and he fucking you know pulls out his arsenal with all the chainsaw guns, and and then you get to play that. But by that time, I mean, I, I was already like you know had been playing it because I don't get you know I don't get to play all day like I used to. I, I was already playing it for like a week, and I just like didn't find time to finish playing it. <laughs> Whack. <laughs> Yeah, so I didn't I didn't beat the last game, but I I played all the other ones, you know. I, I think I played all I think I played like the first two. They were fun, but I I haven't either had an Xbox long enough to play the rest of them, or I sold the Xbox and just never bothered with it. So I don't know. This new one's coming out on PC, so I get a chance. You know, Ice T was like did a voice on one of them. I think it was three. Hmm. Oh, have you, <laughs> have you heard that uh, Dave Batista wants to make a Gears movie? Yeah. Yeah. He, he wants to play Marcus Phoenix, so I'm like, you know. Yeah, he. They need big ass dude. They need just all of WWE 
wrestlers to play. Yeah, doesn't he do like uh, Cold Train? He like based after a real guy, you know, that, yeah. that Terry Tate guy, you know, just there you go. Just throw him in the movie. Yeah. Get a bunch of wrestlers to play. <laughs> and you would have your movie. Have them just chop up a bunch of dudes and that's it, you know. Yeah. So that, it sounds like easy money. I don't understand it. Yeah. R-rated, chainsaw, gore. See, and, and that's where they're going to fuck up. They're going to make it PG-13. Yeah. Yeah. That's where they're gonna fuck up. They're yeah. gonna they're not even gonna show him chainsaw and the camera's gonna cut away and shit, you know. Yeah. And so that's that bullshit. Yeah. Uh, or the the blood the blood will be like blue or some shit, you know. Yeah, or suicide squad where everybody's gonna be tar, you know. <laughs> so you can't even yeah, see it when you're killing somebody. monsters and shit. I'm like, yeah. <laughs> oh man, they, they they Hollywood will find a way to fuck this shit up. They don't understand the shit that made this shit popular in the other medium. How to make it popular in a movie? Like they just do stupid shit to fuck your shit up. You know, just take the shit that was popular. Like Mortal Kombat, they fuck Mortal Kombat up. I know y'all love that movie, but you can't do a PG-13 Mortal Kombat. It doesn't work. <laughs> if you had a no. if you had a PG-13 Mortal Kombat game, that shit wouldn't sell. I don't know. Yeah. Fucking Hollywood. Uh all right, can we move on to the to the part to pay the bills now? Yeah, let's do it. Let's do it. Okay. Like I said, I think I know what you read. I don't know what you read, but anyway. This is the part where we pay the bills, the part where we actually talk about the comic books. Like I said, we're not like every other podcast in Outright Geekery's network. We don't talk about every single comic book that came out this entire week because we don't know all of them. <laughs> we just know what we read. So we're just going to start with like the, the most popular ones, kind of go from that one. The first one I want to start off with is Justice League 1. And this is not No Justice. This is New Justice. So, Uh-oh. Yeah, this I start off. And Eli, your boy wrote this one. Scott oh, yeah, Snyder. Boy? Yeah, Scott Snyder. <laughs> oh, let me see. Not how... to be confused with Zach. Exactly. <laughs> So, yeah, so based on how the book starts off that you got this huge, 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 huge beam of light, light headed towards Earth. And it's so big that every single part of the multiverse and timeline can see this beam headed towards Earth. And even like the gods of the universe are seeing the shit like that going there. And it's like, uh oh, this is this is not good that that beam of light is heading there. So we cut to the present day and we got the justice league fighting, uh, a horde of Neanderthals. And of course they know that the Neanderthal army must've been sent by Vandal Savage. Vandal Savage pretty much attacking, sending his army to attack every single part of the thing. He's attacking the water. He's attacking the, the underground. He's attacking the skies. He's attacking the Arctic. He's attacking the North pole and the justice league is just kind of beating the fuck out of these guys. They're like, yeah, it's Vandal Savage guys. We've done this a hundred times, whatever they're doing. They're beating these guys so bad that they're actually telling jokes between each other. Like flash is talking like Batman the entire time. Like, I don't need this. Stuff. You need doing this rough voice. And then wonder woman is like, beating a whole bunch of dudes and March Man are like do you need help Wonder Woman he like, she's like no cause I'm the goddamn Wonder Woman you know and Flash like good one <laughs> you know <laughs> that's a good Batman right there and then you know and Cyborg is like saying some Batman shit but he like no I'm not gonna do my Batman voice cause Superman's right here with me and nobody can do a better Superman, uh, Batman voice than Superman I think that's a nod it's like the old cartoon where Bat Superman did a Batman voice so good that it fooled Commissioner Gordon but anyway, past that, Martian Manhunter is quarterbacking the whole thing from space. You know, he's basically seeing the Just League, telling him where to go, go here, go there. You got bad guys behind you, stuff like that. But something goes wrong, and somehow the Earth crust 
actually comes up from the earth and it's like it's about to eject itself from space and they're like oh this is bad like what's going on batman scans the ground he's like okay it's not coming from the crust and hawk girl scans the sky she's like something's not in the sky wonder one says not magic and and march manhunter finds out okay i know what it is it's the moon something is on the moon is making the crust coming from the earth and it's trying to escape itself from the earth so we got to stop before it happens so he tells batman i'm going to ram into the moon as hard as i can we got to destroy the moon like it's the only way we're going to save the earth i'm going to destroy the moon i'm going to ram to the moon as hard as possible i need you to activate the nukes that you put on the moon when nobody was looking and batman's like what? what are you talking about i didn't he's like come on bruce it's me he's like okay Go ahead, I'll give you five minutes and I'll blow up the moon for you. So he hits the moon at the same time. Batman blows the nukes. They blow up the fucking moon. Moon's gone and they save the earth and the earth goes back down to this. So Vandal Savage is in, you know, his Legion of Doom base and he's like, oh fuck, they fucked up the moon. And then he, somebody walks in and it's Lex Luthor. Lex Luthor's like, yeah, your plan is going to fail because you didn't put your faith in us. So he takes out Vandal Savage and he takes out Vandal Savage so fast that all of the Neanderthals in the room start worshiping Luther. They're like, hail Luthor, hail Luthor. Like, we want to join you in Justice Gang, Luthor. They're like, mm, let me think about it. And he hits a button and he ejects them all out of the uh, Elysian Doom and kills all of them, you know. Um, back to the Justice League, Martian Manhunter says, when I attacked, when I blew up the moon, something else, uh, I saw something else a part of Vandal Savage's plan. I need to have a conference call with all of you right now. Uh, Psychic Borg removed him right, snaps his finger, now. And then they're all in space, surrounded by the Hall of Justice rooms like that. And he's like, okay, here's what's, here's what's going on. There's this huge beam of light. Remember when we blew up the source wall, all of the energy of the source wall shot out of the sort of wall right now, and it's headed towards Earth right now. It's called the totality. And we don't know what's going to happen. We don't know if it's going to blow up the earth or we don't know if it's going to save the earth, but it's on its way in three minutes. And the, the Just League's having a conference. They're like, okay, uh, we need to do something because according to what Hal Jordan told us a while ago, we probably have a year before the entire multiverse dies anyway. So maybe this totality might save us. But then Aquaman's like, no, nah, I've seen too many evil gods try to destroy us so whatever that thing is we need to stop it right now and they're like well even if we did want to stop it how are we going to stop it and batman says don't worry i have a contingency plan and flash like well of course you do you know so he tells him uh i got john stewart floating out in space right now i gave him a bullet made of 10th metal it'll blow that shit back to the source wall all you gotta do is just give me the go john and they were like well before we do that we need to have a conference call about that one of them like no fuck all that you make the call you're the leader of justice league marshman hunter what are you going to do? And before they can do that, he has some kind of flashback and he kind of sees what the totality is going to be. It's like some kind of horrible thing. And he decides to just let it go. He decides to just let it go and hit the earth. Back on the earth, we cut back to Lex Luthor. And Lex Luthor's like, okay. And he he has uh, Vandal Savage hostage. And he said, oh, guess what? We have company coming. So they knock on the door. He opens the door and it's the Legion of Doom. You got Joker. You got uh gorilla garage you got cheetah probably some other dudes in there too i can't remember stuff like that but anyway luther uh takes out this rock and he's like vandal i know your secret and he beats vandal savage to death now how he beat an immortal to death i have no idea but anyway that's what he did and that beam flies all the way to earth i, I guess to directly to the legion of dooms base and that's how it ends so you got two different stories going on. You got the Justice League trying to stop the beam. And you got Lex Luthor with the Legion of Doom trying to start the beam. So obviously it's like 
just league versus legion doom so they're really trying to build this thing up so that's what that's going on uh overall pretty fun book it was convoluted at first snyder loves to stuff this stuff with dialogue as much as possible but it's some stuff in there i like he he has the hall of justice in there uh he has the original team from the Justice League cartoon in there. Plus, he has Aquaman and Cyborg who wasn't in there. So, you got like a roster of nine in there also. The Legion of Doom is back. They got the old Legion of Doom base. You know, they actually call themselves, they actually never called themselves the Legion of Doom before in the comics. So, that's a new thing. And let's lose the bad guy again. So, yeah. Cool. What's, what's not to like, you know? Cool. Yep. So, yeah, I'll, I'll let you go. I'll let you go next on whatever book you got. Um, I guess I'll do the um, prelude to the wedding part two. Mm-hmm. Uh, Nightwing versus uh, Hush. So this is uh, you know where it's it, you know as we all know, Catwoman and Batman are about to get married, and um, dude, this is like a leading up to the to the wedding. <clears throat> uh, we have. Um, Batman is being taken out for like a bachelor party by Superman and Nightwing, but then Hush shows up and fucks it all up by you know, uh, you know, throwing a missile launcher. They were gonna they were gonna take him instead of like taking him to like a strip club or whatever. They were gonna take him to a Superman knew this like portal that would take him to uh, this alternate mini verse, which is just basically a pond with a boat and fishing poles. So that was going to be their, you know, their, their, their bachelor party. They were just going to go fishing, you know? Yeah. No strippers, no, no Harley Quinn on a pole. Or... No, no, none of that shit. The fuck. Just, uh, I guess, I guess he just wanted some peace and quiet. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, but before they get to enter the doorway to this, you know, to this little mini universe, Hush shows up, you know, blows you know blows up the fucking doorway and then uh hush and nightwing get sucked into the door get sucked through this portal but they don't get sucked to the pond universe they get sucked into this weird uh other uh, i forget what it's called but it's it's like this universe where um where these beings like they have no faces and um they they're they're like they have no identity and they're basically after um they're after Hush and Nightwing because they have identity. So they're fighting these like faceless beings and shit. And the whole time they're just like, uh, you know, they're, they're, there's this banter back and forth of, 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 uh, you know, Hush, um, you know, basically jealous that he's not a part of Bruce's life and all that shit, even though he used to be Bruce's best friend when he was a little kid and all this shit. So they, you know, they fight off this, you know, this, these like weird faceless monsters and finally oh i forgot to tell you uh uh hush takes off his mask and he was trying to become he's got uh dick's face oh wow okay yeah um but then uh he uh because he was basically trying to become dick grayson because he feels that dick grayson had a better relationship with uh bruce than he did um so Superman, well, they basically, the portal gets open, they rescue Nightwing, they get him back, uh, Hush, I believe, still gets, still in there, um, and, uh, the, you know, it, it basically ends with, you know, Bruce and Dick sitting on the couch, you know, um, and, 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 and Nightwing is basically, who, you know, is Superman your best man, 
and uh, for the wedding. And he's, and he's like, you know, I understand. I understand. You know, I, you know, he's, he, he's like, he's Superman. He should be your best man. But, you know, and then they kind of like, you know what? We should hang out sometime. Though. We should, you know, not be superheroes and hang out sometime. So it's like the sentimental ending. And then, of course, the epilogue. Um, the Joker's been going around fucking shit up because he hasn't gotten his invitation yet. And it shows, uh, uh, you know, uh, the, the, the Riddler is sitting in a room with a bunch of his thugs all dead. And he, he, he's sitting, there's it written in blood on the floor is, where's my invitation? Ha. Wow. So the next one coming up is Batgirl versus uh, Riddler. Um, I was a little disappointed in this one because last week we had uh, Damien versus Ra's al Ghul. Mm-hmm. Uh, that was the, the, the first part of uh, Prelude to the Wedding or whatever. Um, and that was great. I really liked that book. That was cool. Um, seeing, you know, Damien, you know, go face to face with his grandpa and shit. So that was a lot of fun. And so coming into this, I was like, oh, shit. Hush. I haven't seen him in a while. Well, okay, that's what I meant to ask you. Like you say, you've been keeping up with Batman for a while. Has Hush ever showed up in the New 52? I haven't seen him in a while. Uh, it's been a while since I've seen Hush. I'm, I'm saying, um, ha- have you ever seen Hush in New 52? I don't recall ever seeing That's That's what I'm saying. It's it's weird, Eli. It's like, it's like the New 52 doesn't exist anymore. It's like yeah. they're ignoring shit that happened. Like, for instance, like Martian Manhunter is, and, and just like I was just reading it, like Martian Manhunter is the leader of the Justice League now, and he keeps making you reference about how I came back to them. But now I think about it, he never was a member of the New 52 team. No. So, but they just acting like he was just always there. So it's almost like, fuck it, there is no New 52. It's just, whatever you remember, that's what happened. Well, well to tell you the truth, um, I really didn't need Hush back. Because in this book, he just sounds like a whiny bitch. Just, I'm so jealous. Batman kind of always me. was, oh, though. <laughs> oh. and like, yeah, he was, yeah, his story was cool when it's re- he's fucking with them and it's revealed and the big twist at the end. Yeah. But now that we know who he is, he's just a crybaby. Well, the like, thing is, I feel like the other writers don't know what to do with Hush. Like, they, yeah. they realize he's a cool kid, but he doesn't. Because the thing was, in the original story, like, he's the guy that taught Batman prep time. Mm-hmm. No, he's supposed to be that guy. But now it's just like they don't know what to do. Let's just him have him change his face. Let's just have him be in the shadow. He looks cool, but they really yeah. don't get the character. That's the thing. Yeah, and it was just a series. It was just basically a bunch of banter of him kind of just whining to, to Dick and jealous of Batman, jealous of Dick, jealous of why he's not going to the wedding. Je- he's just like, oh, God damn, dude. <laughs> quite emo he's like just, I just do you need a hug guy what the fuck you know? <laughs> so yeah i was a little disappointed i'll give it you know fuck it i'll give this a two out of five damn that man i mean was the artwork at least was, pretty decent or? The artwork, yeah the artwork was fine it's just i just wasn't like it first of all it was like it just went to the it was just weird it's just a, okay let's go to the secret universe you know and 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 then this weird secret universe with fucking people with no faces and this weird story of identity and i guess that was the thread of you know trying not having your own identity i get that you know yeah we're being a little artsy here but other than that i was like it was just him whining and i was like eh. so yeah wasn't it i was disappointed so <laughs> oh well 
I bet you if Harley was uh, stripping at the bachelor party, you would have gave a higher score. But oh yeah, probably yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. Let me see. Let me go next. Okay, the next book I got is uh, we're gonna stick with this Brian Michael Bendis Superman thing, and we have Man of Steel two. Uh, like I said, it's gonna be a weekly series, so it's, they're they're cranking these out. Yeah. Um, yeah, I didn't get a chance to read it yet, so. <laughs> yeah. Okay. No problem. So basically, how the book starts out is that Krypton explodes. Duh. Okay. Happens again, and on this uh. This planet, like a few star systems away with like that, you got one of the Guardians of the Universe, you know, the guys that make the Green Lantern uh, things, and this guy named Gandello, Gandello, whatever like that. He, basically, he's like the god of the Milky Way, so whatever like that. And he's asking this Guardians of the Universe, how did, we, I get it, Krypton blown up. How the hell did Krypton blow up under my watch? How did this happen? Like, plan, he like, it just happened. No, this shit just don't happen. What happened? Where was your Green Lantern that's supposed to be watching Krypton? I don't know. Like you're in charge of Green Lantern. How do you not know? See, I none of this stuff is making sense because you have Rogulzar who had a conversation with us about destroying Krypton. We told him no. And all of a sudden Krypton blows up and your Green Lantern and we sent you to go talk to him to tell him no. And all of a sudden Krypton blows up and your Green Lantern doesn't say anything about it. You see how fishy this sounds? He was like, Well, first off. You know who Rogozar is. You know how crazy this guy is, how he just blows up planets for no reason for his own cause. If he finds out you're asking all these questions, what do you think he's going to do to you? He was like, oh, I didn't think about that. Yeah, so you better hope if he did have something to do with Krypton blowing up, you better hope he blew up with Krypton and we buried all these secrets together. That way, none of us can get in trouble for this stuff. But no, I did not know what happened to Krypton. It's just as mystery as it is to you. And then he kind of just partway stuff like that and um uh, we cut back to regular time in metropolis and superman is uh in coast city he's in coast city the reason he's going to coast city is because he sees his old bad guy toy man there who's like a giant robot transformer something like that so you get a cool superman versus transformer fight uh, of course, Superman beats him up, rips off his head, rips off his hand, stuff like that. And he sees Toy Man inside of there. And Toy Man's like, I'm like, why are you here? I even left Metropolis so you couldn't find me. So how did you find me all the way out here? He like, I, I can find you anywhere, Toy Man. It doesn't matter. So he like, die, Superman. And he shoots Superman with a flamethrower. Superman doesn't care. He throws venomous spiders at Superman that shoots lasers. Superman doesn't care. And then while he's doing all this stuff, uh, Green Lantern swoops in. You know, Hal Jordan swoops in. He's like, Superman, where you been? We've been trying to get in contact with you for the longest. He's like, uh, don't worry about it. I've, I've been busy, you know. But I tell you what, Green Lantern, you can give me a, you can give Clark Kent a story right now. And, and Hal Jordan's like, don't try to change the subject. Clark, where have you been? You don't talk to us. You don't associate with us. Uh, sorry, Green Lantern, I got to go. Bye. And he just flies off, you know. But he just leaves Toy Man with Green Lantern. Uh, but then they cut back and they send, and well, actually something else happens completely that I missed. In the Daily Planet, apparently, Lois Lane has been missing for some time. Oh, yeah? Yeah, not only Lois Lane, Lois Lane and Jonathan Kennedy have been missing for a time. And matter of fact, that's what I thought would happen in the last book uh, when yeah, they had this. Like, like some bright light happens and then it just ends. Exactly. That bright light was actually a flashback. So when we saw Clark Kent in the last book, when he looked at that picture of Lois and, and, and Jonathan, they were already gone. Oh, wow, okay. Yeah, so it was a flashback what happened. So apparently Lois and Jonathan have been gone for a while. Nobody knows what happened. Clark isn't talking. You know, so it's like a, a rumor in the office. They thinking like Lois might have ran into some money 
uh, took Jonathan and just ditched, ditched uh, Clark because he's boring. You know, <laughs> maybe she got tired of that Smallville boring shit. She just left home or whatever. So, yeah, but Superman's not saying what happened. You know, he's not telling anybody. He's just saying, you know, he's just going on with his life, just being Superman. But basically, he left Green Lantern because he thinks Green Lantern might, was about to ask him a question of what happened to Lois, but he took off before that happened. Uh, while all that is going on, we cut to this bar. I think it's called Tav Taverny West, something like that. It's, the bar is like in outer space, but like that. It's like a million miles away, like that. And you got this guy in this bar drinking, and she was like, yeah, I'm... I thought I thought you were Superman for a second. Like Superman, who is Superman? You don't see the guy who's drinking, right? He like, "Oh, wait, you know this Kryptonian. He's supposed to be like the most powerful dude in the universe." He like, "Wait, he's a what? He's a Kryptonian." Here's my tab. I'm out. I'm gone. And then he just hops in and just leaves stuff like that. So, we cut back to a uh, regular time and we see Superman, you know, it's more arson that's going on in the in Metropolis. Buildings are blowing up. He's just going around and saving building. He saves and stuff like that. And he goes back to the Daily Planet, and he tells Perry, "Okay, Perry, I got I got stories for you. I got an arson story for you. I got Superman beating up a giant robot with Toy Man with Green Lantern helping, and Green Lantern gave an interview also. And Perry like, yeah, I really don't give a shit. Yeah, Superman beats up a robot. Whoopty do. Green Lantern shows up. Whoopty fucking do. No one cares anymore, Clark. Just like you can get this news, any asshole with a cell phone get the same news now. We're in competition with each other, and not only that." I think somebody just bought the Daily Planet from underneath me. He was like, wait, what? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Somebody just bought oh, the Daily Planet. Oh, is yeah. it that, uh, what's your face? The, nah, what the fuck's her name? Uh, Talia. Black, the black, yeah. Probably. I mean, she bought, because Talia bought it back in, the, like, the 2000s. And then Bruce oh, Wayne. Talia? Yeah, yeah. Who, who are you talking about? I thought it was that one, uh, that one black chick that showed up in that, was it the, uh, which little one shot was it at? Was it in the was it in Action One Thousand? Where it was like the last page, she's like, Oh yeah, I got I got the Perry White right where I want him and next by next week I'll I'll own the Daily Planet or something. Daily oh shit, Planet. I don't think I read that one. Daily, yeah, Daily, Daily Planet, right? Yeah. Yeah. I don't, I don't think, I, oh, yeah, I, didn't, I don't think I read that one. Yeah. I don't I don't remember yeah, that. Yeah, what was yeah, which story was that? Or was that, that might have been that uh, Superman special book? That DC Zero, D DC or Nation Zero, Zero, DC? maybe that was a new one. Yeah. Okay, yeah. I, I didn't read that one, so I don't know. That, that, you may that yeah. may be that may be it. That may be it. Yeah. 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 So anyway, he's he's depressed the entire time. He like, yeah, somebody just bought. He like, he don't know who bought the Daily Planet. They basically sold the Daily Planet for parts, and they're just gonna just dismantle everything. So it's not gonna be like new ownership coming in. No, they're just taking the Daily Planet apart. Whoever's gonna do it. Yeah. And then while he's doing that, this this gossip the gossip column is called Trish Q. She shows up here like Perry. You need to dig deeper for a story. And we got the best story sitting here right under our roof. And nobody's even talking about it. He's like, what story? Lois Lane. Where the hell is she? We could be telling this story right now. As a matter of fact, there's one person in here that knows where she is. Him. And she points to Clark Kent. You know, like, if you get Clark Kent to tell us where Lois Lane is, we have a story because she's a Pulitzer Prize winner. We could spin this story and make it national news because she's famous. You know, and he's like, okay, you're out of line. You're being way too sensitive right now. That guy's in mourning right now for his wife because he don't know where she is or his son. She might have just ran off and disappeared. And while he's looking at the news, he sees the Joker in a monster truck just running over other cars, killing people. He's like, look at this. See, while we're over arguing this stuff right now, this shit is going on live TV right now, joking, killing people. You see the stuff, Clark? He's like, Clark, where are you? 
and you know clark's already left and shit like that you know so while clark is gone uh in outer space you see Rogul Czar riding like that Lobo motorcycle or whatever, like a Michael oh, yeah, yeah. and he's just headed. He's just headed right to Earth because he heard that Superman is a Kryptonian and he has another Kryptonian still alive. So yeah, that's that's how the book ends. So yeah, pretty pretty cool story. Uh, I know people are gonna be upset because our people are already saying that Bendis was gonna kill uh, Jonathan Kent, which he kind of did. Nobody expected him to kill Lois, which he kind of did also. So. I hadn't gotten any, I don't know if there's any backlash about that yet. I'm I'm cool with this stuff because at the end of the day, we all know this stuff's going to be put back the way it was anyway. So it's a mystery. We know he didn't kill Lois Lane, but she's off the table. So now we have a Superman story without Lois Lane, without Jonathan Kidd. He's introducing newer characters. So, and it's also interesting because the stuff he was saying about Perry White it's almost like the same stuff Bendis was thinking himself. Like, we got to cre- keep cranking out these stories. And we got to come with something new and something new. Otherwise, people aren't going to read what we're doing anymore. And it felt like he was making a commentary with superheroes or Superman in general. You know, like he's Perry White or something like that. So, that'd be cool. I get the book of, get the book of four. Bendis is breathing new life into Superman. Mainly reason breathing new life to Superman because this stuff is unexpected. You don't know where the story is going, you know. Mm-hmm. And it's interesting because, like I said, with Krypton being destroyed, it's like basically Krypton might have been destroyed not because of something he did, but because of something he didn't do. Like he might have known something happened, but it's maybe some kind of conspiracy to let Krypton die, which is cool. Like I said, we got all this conspiracy behind the Wayne's death. Why can't we have conspiracy behind Krypton's death? You know? I don't know. Cool. What's the score? Uh, Give it a four, four out of five. Cool. All right. Well, the only other book I read is uh, the Immortal Hulk number one. So um, I read it too, but I'm I'm gonna let you do your thing. So okay. Well, now this now I haven't read a Hulk comic in a while. I totally I didn't. No Amadeus Cho. No, I didn't get into Amadeus. Totally awesome Hulk. (laughs) Yeah, last Hulk is when. That I that I knew about. I, I read the the trial of, uh, of of Hawkeye, where he went on trial for killing Bruce Banner. So I I really haven't been following the Hulk run at all. So um, so I, I just kind of like, oh, I hear they're going back. I hear they're resetting back to zero. So let's check it out. So I gave this a whirl, and it was a little um, it was a little surprising. It was like it was like a uh, um. It almost felt like a like almost like a horror movie in a little way in a, in, a, in a way um, you know it starts out with this like this this like store gets robbed this like gas station gets robbed and was that Bruce Banner getting shot yep. during the robbery yeah yeah shot in the head. so uh, he gets kind of shot, shot some little girl gets shot <laughs> it's kind of a brute oh of and, a the, ca- and the cash register also and the cash register who's begging for his life you know <laughs> <laughs> it's kind of a violent very violent uh beginning i was like whoa this they're 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 really you know growing some balls here so um so it turns out the robber owed money to some biker gang and um all all of a sudden they they hear noises outside they're like what is it something's out there blah blah blah. so it's like some they're being attacked but they don't know what so again there's like this terror horror element where they don't know what's out there and they're shooting and um and then the Hulk shows up to the with that guy, the, the robber, and he <laughs> he's like talking to him. So it's like intelligent Hulk, mm-hmm. you know. 
and he's talking to the robber saying, you killed a little girl, you know, he gives him the bullets and then proceeds to beat the fuck out of him. And then there's these cops that are investigating everything. And they're like, okay, they, he didn't kill the guy. He, uh, um, the, the robber is in, in the hospital all fucked up, like all every bone in his body's broken. And, um, but they're saying, oh, it was something big and green attacked this guy. Um, but it can't be the Hulk because Bruce Banner's dead. And then we go cut to Bruce Banner looking in the mirror, you know, am I a good guy questioning himself? So having that inner turmoil, that inner turmoil that he always has, and then it ends there. And so I, I was just like, whoa, this is kind of a strange take on the Hulk. You know, we're bringing Bruce Banner back, but it, it felt like it felt like almost like a horror movie, almost a little bit. Yeah. You know, then that's how you they know. market it. Also, they market it like we're going to bring Hulk back as a horror movie, you know. Yeah, and it's like it, it, which which makes sense when you think about when he came out. I mean, you know, he came out during you know because Stan Lee wanted to make horror books. You know, Timely Comics were doing well, horror at, books at, at and, the time. That's what sold. Like superhero books yeah. didn't sell. Yeah. So when you think about you know they're taking they're really taking the Hulk back to his roots. Yeah. To his horror roots. You know his yeah. monster roots. Yeah. So it's you not know, like they're reinventing like, the character. They're just setting them back to what he's supposed yeah. to be to begin with. You know. Yeah, so he's almost like the Wolfman in a way, you know. Mm -hmm. That's what I. That's what came to mind. Like the Wolfman, only instead of a wolf, he's like this big giant monster, Frankenstein monster, so right. to speak. So I, I was like, wow, that 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 was surprising to me. I didn't expect that, you know, because I was a little, like I said, I haven't read a Hulk book in a while, so I wasn't really. I, I was expecting some weird, you know, references to you know Hydra, you know, and all that shit. But I was like, whoa, the this is leader like, of the UFOs or yeah, yeah. to show up <laughs> like, with some shit, you know. Yeah, they're take they're just kind of stripping it bare bones and going back to like, you know, the root of you know the psychology of the, this guy wrestling with his inner inner rage, his inner demons and shit. So I, I dug on it. I gave I give it a four out of five. You know, the art was cool, and of course, the cover by. Alex Ross, right? You know, <laughs> which I don't think we've ever seen Alex Ross draw a Hulk before. Yeah, I don't, I don't think so. I was so. just like, "Whoa, that's pretty cool," you mm -hmm. know. So, so yeah, I enjoyed it. I, I'm, I'm, I might, I might just put this on my pull list. You know, I, honestly, this was my favorite book of the week. I wasn't expecting that. Okay, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, it was like shocking to me. I was like, "Okay, you." There was no supervillain in that. They're breaking. They're basically breaking the hero back down to zero where he was supposed to be going back to blueprint. You know. Yeah. Uh, and the fact that he that guy killed everybody in that in a gas station, I'm like, whoa, okay, nobody stopped him, okay. Yeah. You know. Yeah, it was pretty brutal, like you know. And then when he's talking to him, when the Hulk is actually talking to the guy, and you know, it, it's almost and he, the fact that he's intelligent. He's not going Hulk mad, Hulk puny human. He well, wasn't see, doing that, that. That's he how was, Hulk was also originally yeah. because they also yeah. said that uh he came at nighttime so they might have reverted that hulk can back only come back out at nighttime again not when he's angry oh yeah so all, all, yeah all that shit was like from the original book so or it's almost like or like he's joe fix it you know he's a right. mobster you know <laughs> yep, that, that also you know, collecting some debts again you know what i mean i was like <laughs> so yeah i mean I, I yeah i was just really pleasantly surprised like how well this i you know how well received i was with this book so yeah like I said, it, and it's Al Ewan. Al Ewan always, you know, he he been doing some good work at Marvel for a while now. So I, I knew it was going to be a good book when I saw his name on it. So, mm -hmm. so yeah, uh, like I said, that's all the books we got now. Any, anything else we got? Or? 
that's all I read. <laughs> yeah, that's that's all I got too. Like I said, some pretty good books this week. Uh, we, we'll come back we can see what else we got. We'll talk about some more E3. Um, whatever else on the table, we'll go from there. But yeah, other than that, like I said, if you listen to it this long, definitely like, share, and subscribe. We got a whole bunch of podcasts also on the list, and they're gonna talk about these books also. They haven't already talked about it. You can see what fair take is on it, and we can kind of go from there. Um, until then, it's Leroy. This is Eli. And we'll talk to you guys next week. Same bully time, same bully channel. Ooh. All right, let me stop the podcast. And... Okay, I have. Thank you.